All right, guess we're ready. Here we Round go. Round two. Round two. Fight. I don't know. I mean, I mean, like our technology here. I don't know. But I think nice to stuff every if week. If it gets laggy, just close your eyes and listen. But no. we have some visual stuff to show All you right. guys. All right. What's up, right. YouTube? Round two. Round two. Here we All go. All right. Welcome aboard. All right. It is this week in reefing. And it's a new thing. We're gonna go through the same thing again, Let's just, just because it's here. Start from the all beginning. Right. All right. This week in reefing. Hey, this week is all about some internal stuff. Maybe some external stuff outside of BRS. But going forward, we're probably just gonna we're just gonna explore like anything that's happened new in this week in reefing. Not well, like, week. hey, guess what's uh, going on with my fish tank this week? Uh, <laughs> Maybe that. Too. I got a little bit of algae. <laughs> no. Uh, if you got something you guys want us to talk about, let us know. We'll hit it up. Uh, but you're going to see a couple of things today. First up, we're going to split the channels. There's a Bulk Resupply channel now and a Beers TV Investigates channel. And? And there is the, what? There's some new talent, too. Oh, yeah, new talent. Oh, we've got three new people coming to Bulk Reef Supply. Some of you, I've been watching the comments, some of you made some pretty good guesses. Uh, some of them were, some of the uh, new talent is in the comments section. So uh, you make some guesses, but we're going to get there. We're going to show you who. All right. Also, uh, hashtag why reefing rocks. We'll share that in a second. <laughs> uh, new CEO joining the team. Mm -hmm. Well, this one's been in the works for a while. Yeah. Uh, so Andrew wanted to step down uh, somewhere around last year, and now it's finally happened. So share awesome. what that looks like to you guys. All as right. Well. Uh, we'll share uh, some stuff with Greg. Greg posted some, um, Greg Carroll, uh, mm -hmm. Reef Pack member, posted some a really interesting question about lighting. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we also have uh, 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 some stuff on this week's guessing or the par investigates. Yeah, so uh, if you guys watched yesterday's episode of can your human can the human eye gauge par? Uh, answer is no, but there was a lot of other questions that came up out of that arose from that uh, that wasn't in the video. We're going to talk about those. Mm -hmm. You're going to hear like a bunch of different things in there. That yeah. We just didn't share. It's awesome stuff. Yeah, like we need to connect the dots together. <laughs> so that'll be very exciting. Oh, All right. And last thing. Oh, yeah. The last thing What's here. What's in the box? I get these gifts all the time. <laughs> I've never gotten one from uh, Louis Vuitton before. I'll share this at the end of today. But somebody sent me <laughs> the craziest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I see. People send me like engraved knives. People send yeah. us like new products. They also, send all you, kinds of stuff. Yeah, we got these cups one time. Oh yeah, uh, Not, nothing like this though. This is, this yeah. is crazy. <laughs> so we'll share that at the end of the day too. All right. So first, we split the channels, and mm. uh, you might be able to guess what they are. If one of them is called uh, Bulk Resupply Saltwater Aquariums, and yeah. the other one's Beer TV Investigation. I mean, if you're watching, if you're watching on this channel, the live stream, you might have noticed that just before we came in here, uh, the channel changed, the page mm. changed, the artwork changed, the little logo that you see commenting, which is actually Adam in there answering your guys' questions in the comments. Uh, that little logo change. It's BRSTV Investigates channel. Oh. Straight up. It tells yeah. exactly what you're going to expect. Yeah. Two reasons. Uh, I guess one is because, uh, like, you see a lot of people complaining you're getting like 8 million notifications every day from all the videos you're putting out. So let's split them up and, like, get a little bit more dissected on what you actually want to hear. And one of them mm. kind of aimed at the first few years of reefing where you really want to, like, know everything there is to know about uh, how to set up this thing, mm. every last product, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And how to do it, and, you know, top tips and tricks and stuff. 
And then the nerdier end uh, of it with uh, Randy <laughs> and investigates. Uh, so the guy who wants to learn about Refugium for the first time might not be the same one who wants to learn uh, about... Uh, DLI and, and PAR and... Yeah, half science. hour and PAR. So who knows? If you like both, subscribe to both. Mission accomplished. You know one thing that I really like about the Investigates channel, and it was in yesterday's video, and it's going to be in videos you'll see going forward, uh, is we're kind of back to scripted content. Like... Mm -hmm actually uh, just really focused information, breaking down the uh, data uh, and just giving it to you just like that. I really do miss those. A lot of people miss those. You know, I, I realized I hadn't done one of those in since the five minute guide 18 months ago. And I'm like, <laughs> I wonder if I lost the skill. Nope. I don't know. I felt like we did it better than ever, to be I honest. I think taking a break actually made it uh, a little better. My writing skills feel a little better now. Like yeah. the storytelling. Yeah, I don't know. Learned a lot. I will hopefully keep it up. All right, so... Oh, so splitting the channels. Anyway, here's what they look like. We actually got oh, pictures we got a picture of them. Of it? Yeah. All right, let's show it. So, uh, this one. is the Investigates channel coming up. Boom, that's ah, us. There you go. It's on... If you're watching on TV, you get to see all of us in this really <laughs> cool tank. And if you're watching on uh, YouTube desktop, you'll get to see a little snippet and the same on mobile. But all that's right. what the new channel looks like. Cool. Uh, and what and we also have the other one, oh, too. Oh, all right. There we go. Hey, uh, so if you're not subscribed to this one, uh, go check it out. It's Bulk Reef Supply Saltwater Aquariums. This is the name of the channel, and you can find it. Uh, this is what it looks like. Adam, Nick, send a link over there so people can subscribe. Yeah, want. there you go. All right, so uh, one of the things, though, that I really liked about splitting the channels that probably wasn't you know, real evident is now if it's BRS TV Investigates, it's called that, what are you going to see here? Um, Probably yeah. investigate stuff. Yeah, like yeah. so, uh, it kind of allows Randy and I to focus all of our efforts. So, like, you know, I don't know. Before, like one week, it could be a gear guide. Another one, it could be mistakes. Uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah, all kinds uh, of stuff. Well, I mean, we're shipping full bore into uh, investigates, and I'll be honest, you might still see like a mistakes video come out of us, where like, you know what? From all the stuff we learned over the 12, 12 months of doing investigates. This thing was a mistake. A whole new set of mistakes. Hopefully, we'll find a whole, yeah. Hopefully, we'll be able to produce a whole <laughs> new set of mistakes. Yeah, but the, uh, the goal. Uh, the goal is going to be uh, a Ryan and a Randy investigates episode each week, and then this week in reefing live stream. All right, there we go. Uh, all right, next one. Three new people join uh, the team, and it's going to be over on the, the Bulk Resupply channel, so go check it out. Yeah, drum roll. First one is bring it up here. You guys might remember this one from oh. the Marine Depot channel. It's Matthew, mm. my first fish tank. Yeah. Yeah, he's coming on to the other channel uh, that we've been talking about, the Saltwater, Aqu uh, Saltwater Aquariums channel, to do beginner content. Actually, what he's doing is uh, we kind of, he kind of cut his series uh, kind of in half uh, after the Marine Depot thing, and he's just going to pick it right back up where he left off. So he's got like 25 episodes to close that one out. Uh, we might even start seeing those as early as next week. Yeah. So, so uh, Matthew. Perf perfect delineation there. Uh, we got somebody just solely focused on helping new reefers and their new journey. And, uh, you know, I want to like, just, not just a series, 
This is permanent. Yes. This has got somebody totally dedicated to all of the needs of the newer reefer and helping them succeed. Something that we haven't really done before. Like you see investigates and advanced and intermediate content. You see product stuff. You see all kinds of stuff. We never really did have a an avenue to focus on that zero to one year reefer. That's what Matthew's for. All right, next one. Uh, this is one of personal favorite of mine. I actually follow his channel uh, before we talked about him. And then uh, he agreed to do some videos for us. It's, he's in the uh, comments here, Bahama Lama Coral Remy. Ah, is, Remy. He, is he here? Yeah, he is in the comments. Can you oh, refresh right the on. comments too? Oh. Uh, he's in the comments. But yeah, Remy is going to join the team. He's going to uh, make a, about a video, maybe two, one and a half videos or so a week. Uh, there's going to also be on that Bulk Reef Supply Saltwater Aquarium channel. But Remy, man, uh, the way he pitches, he's a radio DJ in his other time. So like his storytelling, his personality, his energy is really fun. Uh, all of his videos that he does, I just thoroughly enjoy. Mm. Um, so we're going to see some videos from him. Actually, I think I got him started on uh, one of his first videos, or first few videos, is going to be the what it takes to set up a macro algae display nano tank. Uh, so he's going to go through all the gear and stuff that he's choosing for that and what it means and why he would choose that gear and help share that with you guys. Uh, and then he's also going to do some uh, like ma uh, maintenance tasks and all the gear for that. And he's going to talk about a few products too while he's at it. I watched it and I was like, man, this guy's got personality. Yeah. Uh, and then I didn't know about the radio DJ thing. And after I heard that, like, I totally understood. <laughs> uh, we were like, ah, oh, this guy shares like our DNA. Yeah. And I uh, just like, man. Wouldn't it be awesome? Yeah. And there he is. Awesome. Uh, so it's awesome. Uh, welcome aboard. And then we got Elliot. Elliot. Uh, so Elliot Lim from uh, Marine Collectors told me he is willing to fly out here and do videos on fish. Fish 101. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, um, here's my problem with the uh, fish videos in, in the past is uh, it's like, Here's a, you know, fish X, it's collected in this mm. area, it was named by this scientist, it's color variation between this country and that country is like one Scientific stripe name. different, yeah. I don't know, you know, like, yeah, I just like, well, what does it eat? Yeah. Where does it come from in the terms of like habitat, like what makes it really fun? What makes yeah. this fish so special and exciting? What is it, like how do I care for it? Yeah. You know, like this is what it eats naturally. That's, how I, do we replicate it in the, like, you know, how often? Yeah, that's probably one of the biggest ones is, you know, what can I expect to care for this fish? Because uh, rather than looking on a website and then having, you know, it might be reef safe, whatever that means, with caution or something with it, whatever that means, but, uh, you can actually tell me, like, am I willing to spend the effort that it takes to take care of this fish versus one that might be easier, and I can make my fish cho choice based on that. If I see that, hey, these uh, th these twin spot gobies need to be very meticulously fed in a very specific way every single day, I might not have the time to commit to that. Uh, you know, one actually that like really inspired me when we were talking to him was the purple queen anthias. Mm. So I was actually uh, out in LA and we were walking around some of the fish wholesaler, so, wholesalers and I was like, you yeah, know, what about these guys? Yeah. And he's like, dude, don't get those. You know, they're just going to die. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, I'm going to save this conversation for later. Yeah. And then I had it with him later. Like, okay, dude, is it true that we seriously just cannot care for the purple queen anthea and they will all just die and there's just no way around it? Yeah. And he's like, well, no, that's not okay. the answer. Like, there's definitely a way to do it. Not necessarily that we've all found it exactly. Right. But he's like, here's the challenge is, 
This is an animal that eats tiny little critters all day long and has, burns a tremendous amount of mm. energy and just has a real problem with nutrition yeah. in the aquarium. And like, I hate to say it, but like us reefers, we really treat like every last animal in the tank all the same. Oh yeah. Like here's some mysis that must here's, just be good for yeah. everyone. Here's some pellet food. I think like, everybody's gonna be happy. Yeah, that's not the truth. So you know what he's talking about is not only like okay. So the flip side of this is like oh well, what if I you know got a bunch of like calanus or mm. some other little tiny microfauna that's more similar to their natural diet and just like fed it three times a day and he's like. Maybe, yeah. but another piece of this thing is, you gotta remember, we took it out of the ocean, you know, it sat in a holding facility, it flew over to LA in most cases, sat in a holding mm. facility, ends up at your fish store, which is another holding facility, and by the time it's hit like all the end of that, it's already too late. Like yeah. it's a stomach's already descended and yeah. stuck and stops eating and it's over. It needed to be in your hands straight out of the boat or wherever it came from the plane. Or or at least in LA, like you could you know you got like somebody that will go down there and down to one of the wholesalers, pick up the fish directly from there when it comes in and then ship it to you and then ship it to you. Right. right. Uh, and there's a handful of different people that do that kind of thing. So like. Hey, you know what? That's useful information. Like, if I really want to be a next level reefer and I want to do something that most people find challenging, I'm willing to feed six times a day. I also need to think about how do I source this pet, you know, properly. It's like, you know, like there's different ways to get a dog, you know, some of them better than other ones, right? <laughs> right. So, uh, and, and, and honestly, some of the, the breeds are harder than other ones as well. Mm. Same case here. So, we're going to do that. We're gonna find out what makes these fish really awesome. What makes them like some tips about these things that like, like wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna find out. So Elliot's awesome. gonna join us. Uh, I'm really excited about that some one. New faces, awesome. Well, another new face, new CEO here at BRS. Oh yes. I know. I mean, like I can't imagine what everybody's thinking. About Can you that uh, check the comments, Phil? Those they're kind of stalled out here. Let's mm. see. All right. So we got uh, Andrew, your partner from yep. the beginning. Mm -hmm. Decided that you know. Got five kids. <laughs> I'm ready to. I'm ready, ready to go. <laughs> yeah. So we spent the last better part uh, of uh, the last year uh, trying to find the perfect fit. And Natalie, man, I, I spent probably 30 hours talking to her in the last couple of weeks, like just yeah. really soaking up the brain. Uh, she comes from a really cool world that like she has worked at uh, Dell mm -hmm. and HP. She worked at the digital portion of uh, uh, Office Depot, yeah. Petco. Uh, most recently came from uh, Bass, Bass uh, Pro, Pro Shops, Shops and Cabela's. Mm -hmm. And like understands enthusiast areas, man, where people get really excited about their hobbies, understand pets, understands, you know, digital media. Yeah. And I'm just super duper duper extra excited. And you know why I'm actually excited? Huh. Is because like in part of our 30 hours, she's like, hey, you know what I really want for you and Randy? I want you guys to be like fluid, like water. Like you just like take your brains wherever you want to go. I want you guys actually maybe to go create an offsite office where there's a, like a thumbprint machine and only you and Randy can get in there and like go test everything known to mind and just create. And she like she actually kind of wants to change like Beers TV investigates into mm. like we're in charge of innovation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not just find out the information, but what do you do with it next? Yeah, yeah. Like, so I could be more excited. Yes. So ah, hopefully maybe Natalie will join us in the future here uh, because I don't know. Uh, 
usually when I meet new people, like red flags go up for me, and I'm like really looking for, oh, do you really get what we're doing here? Yeah. In this case, <laughs> uh, man, like blew me away. So Perfect I'm really fit. excited. Great fit. All right. All right. Reef pack. All right. Uh, we're gonna shout out a little member here, but what uh, Ashley posted was really got it the gears turning. Uh-huh. Um, go ahead and so. We have uh, several Reef Pack members. You probably guys probably see them all over Instagram, all over the place. And this one popped up from Reefy.Reef. Uh, and can you read this? I cannot, but he'll make it. Uh, he'll make it bigger for us. Right. Um, but basically, uh, what it, first it opens with the hashtag of um, why reefing rocks, and I, and. Who is it? Shar uh, Buckles Reef is, I th- believe, started this hashtag. But really, it's kind of like, a, all right. So, what is uh, what is basically like? What does reefing mean to you? And, and uh, Ashley shared. Uh, uh, Thanks for reminding me that having a tank in my house offers a sense of peace and relaxation, but also lets my mind escape to a magical place in the ocean. Uh, it also sparks interest and in now uh, and wonder with my kids. Uh, f- uh, reefing also keeps me busy and always uh, learning new things. This hobby has become a passion, and I see it. Everybody being the same with other people, people that get to share the hobby with, uh, talk, reef, swap, frags, and help each other out. So. Just kind of like, uh, what does reefing mean to you? Uh, hashtag why reefing rocks. So this is why I pulled this one out, is it spoke to me. Yeah. Like, this is like all the reasons I'm into this, man. Like I love learning about stuff. I love applying knowledge. I love sharing it with kids. In fact, really, really early on when we started doing Beers TV, I had a friend that teaches uh, science in our local school. And he's yeah. like, dude, how do I get a reef tank in here? Because this seems like the perfect application of knowledge. Like I can't get people to understand precipitation, but when you wrap it around a reef tank, all of a sudden people really seem to get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it's like it's it's you know this weird cross of you know pet ownership and science and learning, like a never-ending journey because a lot of the stuff we still just don't know and getting to share with other people. So I don't know. I thought that was a really cool one to, to share. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, all right. Uh, By the way, you know, go I, ahead. Well, actually, you know, uh, so Reefy.Reef, I put the Instagram page down below. You can go fo- give her a follow. Um, but also, you know, rep this, uh, get this hashtag going and actually, you know, get a, get a picture of your tank and uh, what reefing means to you. Why reefing rocks? And uh, we can blow up that little hashtag and uh, share your personal journey what reefing means to you yeah, another repack i got uh greg carroll threw one out here so yeah, greg carroll. Uh, i don't know this uh okay so look at the tank uh, that greg has here it's white as could be we would call that like daylight almost mm-hmm. uh and he asked the question do you run a white cycle during your lighting cycle like to uh run the whites and get the pop with the blues so basically uh turning it into like a 10k maybe even 5k tank with the blues on there so that way uh, you get a little of the cl- coral fluorescence, mm-hmm. but you know, is there any benefit to like bringing up the whites? 
So this oh. is why uh, I, I pulled this one up. We should call it This Week in Reefing because I did this last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't do exactly what he said, uh, but, like, you know, I've seen it I've seen it a lot. Like, WWC runs, you know, full spectrum, like a wider look in the morning uh, and then goes to just blue in the evening. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, or, like, I should say actually half the day. I think it's like it was, like, seven hours of more like a 10, 12K and then, like, eight hours or nine hours of straight blue. I think they were on for like 12 hours straight. That's well, that was a lot many. That was a lot, a lot yeah. more hours than I did. So anyway, it's about half and half. Yeah. But like then I started learning more about some other people who are doing it like a slightly different way, which is like not just can I change the spectrum, which mm. I'm not really sure because basically let's, let's assume that the par is similar. Right. Uh, I'm not really sure what adding, you know, more green and red, which is essentially what you're doing to get white. To get white, yeah. Uh, if that really does anything for the coral, mm. because uh, it's not really in the par zone as much as the blue, mm. like by a great, great degree. Oh, we're going to talk about that uh, a bit, Yeah, too. we'll talk about that in just a second, too, yeah. But, like, I wasn't really sure. Uh, but on my own tank, ah. uh, I got a bunch of corals in there, and there are a lot of LPS corals. Some of them do really good in low light, like really low light, and some a little higher. And I was noticing that some of them looked like they weren't getting enough light, you know, by yeah. stretching out and stuff. And some of them were looking like they're getting too much light from like bleaching. And I'm like, well, I wonder if the alternative to trying to find that balance other than moving some of them around is let's Ooh. create some peaks through the day. And yeah. so instead of like trying to raise the par up, you know, from like the 80 par that was at an average there to uh, 175, what if I went 80 to 175 and then back down to 80 mm. and up to 175 and back down to 80 and, and so on, you know, every couple of hours? Yeah, I think this is... Uh David uh, David Saxby yep. uh, has a schedule that's really popular out there that does that same thing goes up and then down and up and down and grows that gradually. I'm, I think uh, Greg Carroll, Greg, correct me if I'm wrong if you use that, uh, but I've I've seen that David Saxby schedule all over the place. Well, and, and like, dude, this is a little anecdotal, right? Because nobody has proven one, any one of these things. But right, right, right. You, know, you go out in the wild and you definitely see clouds, clouds and weather and all yeah. kinds of things. Like the par, absolutely turbidity mm. goes up and down throughout the day, uh, you know, based on all kinds of different things. Right. And so the thought process is kind of like, how do I turbocharge for photosynthesis and then give it a break? Get, allow the coral to free itself of the excess oxidants and then crank it back up. Maybe when I'm cranking it back up, I'm helping build mm. those photosynthetic pigments that uh, it's theorized like to help uh, protect itself from the sun, yeah. but we like because they glow. And then like what's the, what interval is uh, do they need to, uh, like if that is happening, what's the interval? Is it mm. uh, 30 minutes? Is it an hour? Is it two hours in between high and low peaks? Mm. Uh, well, you know what we need is one of those tools that uh, Dana Riddle has that um, oh, a pam fluorometer? Yeah, fluorometer. The pam yeah. fluorometer. Yeah, I, I would love to do that. <laughs> I, I actually keep beg, like meaning to beg him to come out here and not only buy, teach oh, buy one, teach us how to use it. Yeah, I think he might do it too. Uh, so maybe we'll see that come up. <laughs> uh, and uh, well, anyway, so uh, if you if you follow some of the repack members out there, this is the kind of stuff you get to see. Yeah. And so I encourage you to go do it. Uh, all right. So investigates this week, right? 
I'm gonna lean forward because I'm pretty excited. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was cool. We got it. We got it right here. The uh, oh. this is the thumbnail. If you didn't go check it out, it's out there. Six pros versus a par meter. We put the human eye to the test. Okay. So here's the thing: is there some things out there where you're like, I know what best practice is, but I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. And of course, the par meter is better than doing it by eye, but like. <sighs> As a frustration from my standpoint, I know full well 90% of reefers are just doing it by eye. Yeah. Right? yeah. And or borrowing somebody's schedule and then just... Just guessing. Guessing. You know, nobody yeah. really knows. Okay, so, like, what you're going to see is, or what you saw is, sometimes it works. Yep. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> and the problem is, is, like, you go on the internet and you go to a favorite, favorite forum or group or whatever, and there'll be 15 people that raise their hand and say, I, I did it and my th tanks thrived. And then the people that didn't are quiet about it. They don't, tell, they don't yeah. tell you that I did it and killed everything. Or you can't identify that that is your problem. Like you set the lights, you think it's good, looks good to my eye, doesn't look too bright, doesn't look too dim, and I just can't figure out why that coral's not thriving. I'm feeding, I'm doing this, I'm doing two-part, I'm doing trace elements, why isn't it working? Could be your lights. Okay, so the other thing is, is like I saw a comment in here, and this one actually irritates me the most. I'm sorry to the person who wrote it. Mm. But like, it says, well, what I do is I watch for the health of the animal and, it, you know, he didn't say animal, but, uh, and then I'll just adjust to it until it looks good. I'm like, well, that'd be like, I'm going to stop feeding Randy until he's so skinny that uh, he's withering away and he's showing it in his health. Then I'll start Have feeding him more. Yeah. And then I'm actually going to go the other way until he's such a piggy that like <laughs> he's super unhealthy too, until finally we find the right balance in the middle. Like. Uh, I mean, I'm obviously doing that with myself, <laughs> but like, here's the problem, man, is that that is clear, that's a way, but nobody in their right mind mm. would say that is the best way. Well, it's the same thing with your dogs, too. Dogs and cats, you wouldn't do that to them. No, yeah. dude, nobody did that. Yeah. So, like, here's the thing, is like, what we found out of it was no question that using a par meter is way, oh, way, way better. Bring up this, uh, this is the final, uh, who can guess par by eye, the final tally. At yeah. uh, a six, there was zero, there was one. That was 10 was out one. of 36, I think, yeah. were able to get it. And these are pros. And these are like 20% 20, 20 ranges, meaning like, yeah, it was 250, but you were within 20% of that over or under. Okay. So, pros. And, and the thing about it, too, is all of the, like, I mean, these are people that have set up tanks, like Jen set up decades. tanks for livings for decades. Uh, we got the guy that's done all of the BRS TV testing here. Like, yep. he tests par for a living, right? <laughs> uh, he got zero of the tunes right. Uh, or maybe it was a one, I think, actually. But, like, here's that fact. It, it's just, like, it's just a giant pain in the butt, and yeah. it just doesn't work, man. So uh, here's, the, here's the real thing, dude. <sighs> what was got kind of fun is we learned not just, like, a statement of, of course, the, the eye is uh, poor at this, which we've all said. You know, uh, we all know the eye is a bad right. tool for, for this. But if like, pros can't do it, well... What we got is the, the, the anatomy of the human eye and oh, rod. Yeah, 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 rods right? and cones. Okay, so there's two pieces to it. And it's, it's, it's interesting because like, when you really dive into it, you have that iris of your eye. And you think about it as your pupil, but it's actually the colored part. Yeah. The colored part of your eyes is Closes the part that's going in. Opens. Like yeah. a curtain, right? Yeah. And if you think about it, like, you, don't, I mean, you just don't think about it this way. But if you walk around, and there's bright rooms, there's dark rooms, mm. it's bright outside, it's dark in your garage, whatever. And you kind of perceive a little bit of that. 
but your eye is intentionally like trying to make it all look the same. The same, yeah. Yeah, it's all trying to make it visible, and yeah. it will open its little you know curtain, your blue curtain or brown curtain, and let more light in to make it look brighter. And then when it's too bright, it'll shrink it all up and it'll try to prevent light from coming in, which means that. It was really, really hard for all of these people to come in and guess the par. And what we did is we made them leave the room between each guest. Into a dark, into like a dark conference room, yeah. Yeah, and so if I had high and low par and I was like scaling it in front of you, you would know which dark is and what bright yeah. is. and I can make a guess. But like with Jason, man, he'd come in and you wouldn't know, so his eye has to readjust to the light each time, mm. and he couldn't tell the difference between 25% intensity and 100. Yeah, they were both this, like almost spot on the same. Yeah, because I readjusted to it. Yeah. Okay, then the other part that like I'd heard this before, but I didn't understand the like science behind it, which was green, I perceives green as brightness, right? Mm. Okay, and so like I knew that to be the case and why like a like a like a aqua blue special light is like brighter looking than a, a AB plus light, even though that it's actually lower par. Yeah. But what I didn't perceive was that the green spectrum, there's like cones in the back Check of your eye. Check this out. We got it. We oh, got, we got that, it right here? Got it right here. Okay. So there's green, these cones in the back of your eye and green is super, your eyes are super, super sensitive to green. And so if you look at this, and look at the comparison between the cone in the back of your eye of blue versus green. Yeah. It's like five times as sensitive the green. Okay, so this is where it comes together. Yeah. So uh, if you turned on just like the green lights in your average LED, the tank actually looks pretty bright. And there's only like two LEDs in there that are doing it, right? <laughs> yeah, so two three-watt LEDs yep. versus two three-watt blue LEDs. Would look like it's off almost. Ah, you know, I know. it was only two uh, blue LEDs, but that's actually way more par ah. and uh, the same amount of light. But our eyes just don't perceive it. So when you look at those deep blue tanks, they actually are really high par most yeah. of the time. But it looks dim because our eyes' anatomy is designed to underrepresent blue light. You know what this brings? You know what this brings up is how many times have people asked if adding lunar lights, which are blue, would affect the par in the tank. And now mm. you think about it, at night when those blue lights are on, it looks super dim. But I wonder what the par is in comparison. You know, most of those things are like little one watt LEDs are barely turned on to add a little bit of sparkle. Yeah. But you know, that's an interesting question. The, alt the also question you asked me earlier was like, well, well why doesn't then green add par? You know, to it, yeah. and like, well, first off, have you ever seen a par map? You would see that it's all like the blue range that adds pars. A little bit other places, mm. but like, there's a big giant peak where it's the most efficient in blue. Yeah, the difference between our 20k setting, which was super blue, and our 10k setting, which was only like feel like daylight, was uh, the super blue, which looks dark to my eye because it's blue, was on average like 50 to 60 par higher, more par than the, the 10K setting. Mm. Really interesting. Okay, so here's the thing, is that the xantheli in the coral actually absorb light really well in that blue range. Right. Uh, and why doesn't it uh, absorb green? Like, <laughs> this is like a mind bender for a lot of people. <laughs> but I ask people all the time, like why is a leaf on a tree green? Why do you perceive it as green? 
because it was reflecting it back at you. It's not using yep. it. It's taking a full spectrum light from the sun, absorbing most of it, uh, turning it into energy, and then reflecting the green back at your eye. Because it doesn't need it. And by reflecting means it's not using it. It's yeah. reflecting it back out. And the reason that we perceive it as green is because it is not using the green. It's reflecting <laughs> it at our eyes. Uh, and so that's the exact reason why it's not actually providing a lot of energy to mm. the coral as well. Interesting. You know? So, yeah, I don't know. You just keep learning more and more about uh, how like, uh, we you know, perceive all of these things. Well, this is uh, also going to open up uh, other ex investigate sets. If you think, like, if you see, like, this is not the end of par, and this is not the end of those color differences, and, like, what is the difference between red and blue mixed together to make purple versus violet, which is true, you know, in that spectrum range. Uh, same thing with mixing green and red versus, mm -hmm. like, uh, white or yellow. Yeah. No, yeah, like, so you might think that you saw yellow, but also, and you might have seen yellow spectrum light, but you also might have just seen a green, mix of green and red, which makes yellow. It's the way your eye works. Yeah, like is that, that thing that you see more commonly what you just mentioned, yeah. which is UV or violet. There is a UV or violet spectrum that LEDs permit, Yep. or emit, emit. Uh, but there's also just the mix Ooh. of blue and red, which looks the same. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but it's not the same <laughs> at all. Uh, so, but our eyes trick us and perceive us. But that's the point of the whole thing is when we go look at it and like anybody says, I can measure uh, par. Well, I mean, there are people out there that probably can do it to some degree who have been reefing for 30 years and like they've tested it with a par and they, with a meter and like just right. like, Especially if you've been, if you've been uh, comfortable with and exposed to like the light on your tank for so long, I can but make you've actually changes. had to had the meter at that point in yeah. time at some point in time to know what the reference point was yeah. to measure against. Yeah. But if I come into a room and lights that I've never adjusted before, it's it's difficult. Sometimes you can tune to uh, <laughs> what you know to be pretty close to a safe range, but you never know what the par mm -hmm. was really. All right, so. Here's the, the, the nut in all this. Like our primary goal here is to help all of you guys be successful. Help achieve your dreams. Uh, if you do, hopefully you buy some from us someday. <laughs> uh, but if we help you achieve your dreams, have really awesome corals, the fewest possible struggles, well, I don't know. That's if, our goal here. If you can't read it by eye, then there's you have to have a tool. Yeah, okay. So there's two pieces of this. Well, yes. One, just accept it. It's real. That a bigger portion of people will be helped and will have higher success rates if you're measuring rather than guessing. Uh, watch the video because it's, un it's unmistakable. Yep. All right, but in the past, these things were 500 bucks, which right. is also not it's reasonable. It's ridiculous, yeah. Right? I spend 500 bucks to set my lights like once and yeah. then check them maybe years later. It's it's just such an impossible hurdle yeah. to get over. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Even though, like, I, I, I mean, it's, like, you only have to lose a couple of corals for that to have been a dumb move, right? But <laughs> right. it's still just a really hard hurdle to get over. So you saw us rent them a while ago. Yep, challenges. Like, just like, how, how do we get rid of the barriers? Like, there's a knowledge piece to this, but how do we get to, like, the actual barriers, which is, like, in some cases, a wallet, right? Yeah, uh, right, right, right. So how do we get past the fact that I want to spend 500 bucks? We did some renting stuff. Uh, behind the scenes, I'll tell you, there's a couple of pain in the ass. Uh, you, know, you don't know, you don't think about this stuff until you get into it, but uh, legal building issues the legal issues states. with renting to 50 different states and, and complying with 50 different states, 
ain't worth it. There's only one, like I said earlier, there's only one company that I can think of that does that very well, and massive company, U-Haul. Uh, yeah. We rent in different states. Okay, there's got to be a better or different solution. Yeah, for us, that was not the right. The the second piece of this was that... Oh, you get it for two weeks. Yeah, you get it for like two weeks, but it's like in transit and like, okay, maybe I could set it up once, but I couldn't like retune it. Maybe like the sand gets dirty and it changes it, or maybe like I'm trying to figure out whether or not, you know, 75 or the low end or 150 of the high end of my mm -hmm. LPS range is right for me, or the same thing with the uh, SPS. I mean, it's a big undertaking. When you and I went to WWC, it took two of us and photos and going to different spots and writing down par and like, not everybody has the time or the ability to do that. The reality? is we're always gonna be guessing and you're always gonna be moving some corals around because there isn't like a specific, mm -hmm. like for sure this is the number everywhere it should be. Right, 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 right. It's a range where there's really high success rates in, right? So if you're in this range, you're almost certainly gonna be good, but I'm still guessing a little bit in here, but now I'm making informed guesses. Yeah. I'm deciding whether or not I wanna be charged the low end or the high end. And so what we're doing now, uh, and we haven't really talked about this yet, uh, is now you can, buy a par meter from us and keep it for two months. And then return it. And return it, even if you used it the entire time. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, so it's like, what, 20% uh, restocking fee? So yep. slightly more than uh, renting it, but 60 days I get to hold on to this thing. Okay, so it's still 100 bucks, yep. right? Because it's a 20% restocking fee to put it back in. Uh, but you know what? Like, to get something this this valuable, like what's it, oh, single corals on hundred bucks. Oh, right? easy. So to get something this valuable, use it for two months and then send it back and only have cost, it's like an 80% reduction yeah. uh, from what it would have cost to do it the other way and you have plenty of time to do it, it's perfect. But your trajectory to success because you measured your lights, yeah, I don't know. Like, this is obviously a huge loser because uh, even if you're like, oh, well, you guys made 100 bucks. No, we didn't because we're just going to go into open box and they're going to sell them there. Uh, yeah, uh, discount, uh, discount. Like, so, uh, this is just a service. So if you, you want, know? if you I mean, if you're looking for a par meter of your own just to buy, uh, there's probably going to be a bunch in open box after a while. I think there'll be a steady stream of 20, <laughs> slightly used 20% off par meters as well. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, so I think when you talk about reefing, and, and actually, you know, this kind of comes together. Like, you know, Natalie was asking about the innovation department. Yeah. I mean, innovation can be information, but it can also be like, how do you solve actual issues? Which is like, one of these is like, who wants to spend 500 bucks on a meter you're going to use once? Not me. No, nobody. I don't. Uh, like, very few people. Although, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I, like, open and honest, half the people keep them. Because uh, you're like, you know what? I got more than one tank. I change my lights out. I tune them. I just enjoy it. They want to. Yeah, but they want to help their friends, their reefing buddies. Yeah. Yeah, but you made an informed decision after using it for a while. Like, you know what? This is actually a valuable tool. So Greg actually, he had texted me the other day because he had rented one. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, he's like, hey, do, do do people really send this back? <laughs> uh, and the answer is, I think about half of people send it back and half, you know, set up their lights, set it up once. But it, you know, like. I think it's like 13% of uh, BRS reefers have five or more tanks. So it's oh. just kind of like an ongoing <laughs> thing. So those people are probably keeping them for sure. Uh, uh, that's funny. Uh, so I don't know, is so there yeah. any questions that came up throughout uh, today's? You know, one of the big one, one of the ones that I saw was uh, talking about Keith Reefbum mm. and why he didn't join. Actually, oh, he did. we're sp sponsoring uh, his channel. 
Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, watch for us and Ecotech on Keith's channel, sponsoring him, mm -hmm. uh, because we like what he, we love what he's doing at uh, Reef Bum and uh, talking. Uh, what is uh, rapping with Reef Bum? His live streams and his content, love it. So we're gonna sponsor him. Yeah, and so it would actually straight up when when we talked to him, he's like, hey, you know what, man? I think that my content is really like best left on my channel, but I'd love it if you sponsored us. And we said, of course. Absolutely. 100%. He gets some, uh, Keith gets some great names on his Rapping with Reef Bum. Some big, big uh, names. I've seen Julian Sprung on there. I've seen uh, Mike Paletta on there. I've mm. seen uh, uh, Dr. Sanjay. I've seen uh, just all kinds of guests, big name it's guests. It's really cool how many people say yes. Uh, in fact, when, we, when we we're like, hey, can you sponsor us? Like, you know what would be better than if we sponsored you? It's, let's go find another sponsor and make even more money because like it's, this is really expensive hobby. It's mm. expensive as a content creator. Uh, and so uh, Ecotech joined in with us as well. Yeah. And uh, they're gonna sponsor them as well. And so, I don't know, mm. good news for Repo. <laughs> yeah, uh, not much else uh, in that. There, it's people that just loving them that we picked up Matthew, my first fish tank. Mm -hmm. People loving them. We picked up Remy, both of those guys were here earlier. So. Right Glad to have you guys aboard. Right. Uh, I think people want to see what's in the box. Oh, in the box. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Okay. All right, guys. Oh, so, so shout out to Kyle. Kyle Elder. Yeah, again. So I, I get all kinds of cool stuff. Maybe I get he built cups, a bunch of the stiff stuff for the set. Everything behind us up here, he's built. Uh, and he knows people that I gifts. wear hats all the time. And he sent me. The craziest hat I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and when I saw Louis Vuitton, I don't know if anybody's ever been in a Louis Vuitton store or how many of you are, but it's like fashion runway stuff yeah. that like isn't really meant for to everyday wear <laughs> in most cases. So here we are. I'm gonna call it. There's people. There's guesses here. Uh, okay. Well, some people were saying, "Is it a Louis Vuitton pump?" <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you guys think it is? Uh, I know what it is. I've it is the it. craziest looking thing. So thank you very much. I don't, I don't know where I'm going to wear this thing. I have no idea. <laughs> but ta-da! <laughs> it's like Chrome. the space helmet Louis Vuitton hat. <laughs> Chrome dome. <laughs> All right, dude. I got. I mean, I got to wear it. All right. Oh, you right, put it on backwards too. Yeah, well, yeah, you got to rock it. Reminds me of that mm. one meme. There was a meme back in the day. No, put it forward. It All right, forward. 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 All right. Well, there like. we go. So yeah. we, new cool stuff shows up every day. If you want to uh, send us new stuff, send us like all kinds of. Uh, if you got new products you want to send us from manufacturers, send us one or yeah, cool yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of three D printers out there. Send all you stuff have to. Too. All you have to do. There's an address. Uh, the bulk resupply address at the bottom of our website. You can put it to Randy. You can put it to Ryan. I will probably get both of those and uh, send us something cool. This, okay. one, this one, Kyle Elder just okay. outdid himself on not this only, one. <laughs> not only is this the coolest, funniest thing, you know what he actually, what he, he actually has sent me the nicest gift of all time. Oh, the uh, turtle. The turtle. So mm. for those of you who don't know, I used to play EverQuest a lot because I'm a super nerd. Uh, and <laughs> I used to kill this one turtle called Lodazil all the time, and uh, it actually uh, helped me make a living. He got you a full uh, print. Yeah, he had this, like, somebody do a whole giant print because he knew of the story and uh, sent me this big picture with it. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll try to share it later. But, yeah, I don't know. Thank you, awesome. Kyle, man. I wouldn't, near, near for, my heart. I wouldn't watch for Louis Vuitton hats on the swag this uh, Black Friday. I no. just don't know if we'll make that happen. My wife thought this was hilarious. Too. <laughs> I don't know. It's very fun. All right. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Hey. Next week, we're going to try to find a little deeper into This Week in Reefing and just keep exploring new things. Yeah, and uh, we'll have the live stream fixed, too, I promise. All right.